ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to the Raider and the Saint podcast. again i want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to the raider and the saint podcast i couldn't have done it without you guys the support that i get from my coworkers, family friends new li- new people that listen and stumbled upon the show thank you guys so much i see you guys tuning in every week today's date is may 1st the year is 2021 it's a sunday afternoon i'm here at my good friends my my primo's house uh michael vega my coworker. Uh, my homie, I've known him for many years. He's back on the show. I've been trying to get him back on, and we, he, we're just busy, busy people. You know, he's got a, a new baby on the way. Congratulations on that! And we're just we're, we're busy. So um, I happened to come to his house, uh, bringing the equipment and setting up. It's a nice, it's a nice area, beautiful setup. It's it's really nice, beautiful day for a podcast. Uh, you know, once again, man, thank you guys. I'm back. This is episode 119th or 119, 119th episode. I'm going strong. The podcast is great. Thank you guys so much. Uh, quick little, uh, you know, I know I've been doing a few podcasts by myself. So real quick before I get to my my guest, uh, I uh, been coaching flag football. Flag football. We had uh, we played against our, the undefeated team, and we got our asses kicked. And uh, I'll go into more details later when I do a podcast by myself. But we got our asses kicked. I filed a complaint with the league. I got pissed off. A lot of these kids we played against look like they were in ninth grade, uh, tenth graders. I mean, these guys look old. Uh, you know, long story short, we got our butts kicked, and uh, we went and practiced the next day. And I and I talked with the kids because I was yelling at them all game. They made a lot of mental mistakes, um, but it was it was okay. Uh, we're, we can't be the best team everywhere. We, I got to teach these kids how to lose with dignity too. So we all showed up the next day on, on Saturday. We practiced. I, I ran over some schemes and went over what happened, what went wrong, and we had made defense adjustments that day. So next time we play them in the championship, we'll have a shot. I mean, it, there's always a long shot. It's, 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 a, it's a football game. Anything can happen as long as, as you make adjustments and as a coach and learning – uh, these past three seasons to be a, a flag football coach, uh, I've learned and I've studied. And, and the most part, important part is I played the game. So I, I understand how to play quarterback. I played quarterback, playing flag football. I played DB in high school. I played wide receiver. So uh, that, you know, in, in short, you know, that's what happened. Uh, our f- final season game is this Friday, and then we'll hit playoffs. It'll be uh, semifinals and then finals. And as far as me being sick lately, uh, 
I got my blood work back. I got my blood work back. I'm going to keep it short. I'll go into details when I do a podcast by myself. Uh, I did come back positive for allergies. Uh, the allergies ended up being three types of grass. And, go scare me like you go yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, we, I, so I got blood work. I'm gonna, I got a f- full physical coming up. I'm going to get a full blood work done. See, see, make sure everything's okay. You know, cholesterol, blood pressure. You know, as you get older, you're going to need help. You can't, you don't have that strength. I'm going to get healthy on my own. It, sometimes you need a little help, and that's why we have doctors. That's why we have uh, health insurance. Okay, I've learned many years uh, trying to eat healthy and vitamins. An apple a day keeps a doctor away. There's a lot of people that just have that. It's not luck. It's not fate. It's just some people ain't, their bodies don't work right, and, and not everyone. Not everyone's perfectly healthy. So the ones that are, God bless you, you know, be humble about it and and, and cherish every moment you get to wake up because there's people out there that just have have things. And this is the first time in my life that I've realized that I'm not perfect and I'm not perfectly healthy. I do have something wrong, and it is allergies. It's three different types of grass. Uh, Let me me bring it up real quick. I did take a a snap a picture of it. Um, Let me see. It is Bermuda. I'm allergic to Bermuda grass, Timothy grass, and Johnson grass. Uh, the levels were really high. They did a test on everything. They did a test on mold. They did a test on cockroaches, everything, you know, uh, dander. And these are the three things I'm allergic to, which I, I was like, wow, really? I, play, I played a lot of golf. I, I coach football on grass. And I'm out on doors all day long. And the doctor even told me this, the, the, what is it? The pollen can travel up to three miles. So I noticed that I got really sick when it was windy. And when you get allergies really bad, it becomes a hay fever and you do feel like you're sick. And I was taking, a, I had to take a COVID test. I, I never felt like that. And I was sick for days. So now that I know what it is and also the Flonase wasn't working, it was making me worse. I stopped taking the Flonase. I've been taking, using the Navage. It cleans out my nose and I've been, the, the ailments have been lower. I've been do, using it every day. Cleans out your nose. Uh, your nose is an air filter. You got to constantly clean it. You can't not go so many days without cleaning. It's like driving a car. You don't clear. You clean your air filter. Air filter. Your car ends up breaking down. So same thing. So I, I've been doing that. And now that I know what's wrong with me, I, I can move on with my life and, and just try to deal with it when it comes because it has been coming on every year and every year has been getting stronger. But I learned, hey man, you know our bodies break down. We get older, and you know it is what it is. And sorry for the dog barking. We got a kilo over here. It's a, a British bulldog. Yeah, English bulldog. English bulldog. My bad. It's, Same it's thing. Dog. British dog. He's like a, a British bulldog's over here. He wears like 80 pounds. It looks like it's a big dog. He's over happy, happy to see me. I haven't been here in a while. But Mike, welcome to the show, man. Sorry, I, I've for been sure. doing podcasts by myself, and I know they've been listening. And I had to bring that out. Uh, won't even make announcements today. Shout out to Wimpy's Pawn Shop, a uh, main pawn shop. Uh, my homeboy Freddie, uh, you guys know, you know, I promote them every day, uh, every podcast. But uh, I'm here right now with Mike. Mike, what's going on, man? What's going on with you? Welcome back. Good, good, man. I'm, you know, got to be here. Well, glad you came over here, man. Uh, you know, my house. Now it was good to get out of my house. So I had to get out. I've been doing it in the backyard. I, I, I tell the pe- I tell people that want to come to the show, I'll go to you. It's no big deal. I know yeah. how to set this equipment up in ten minutes. Yeah, it's cool, dude. You, you got a nice setup, dude. And yeah. You know, hopefully the listeners don't mind the dogs breathing. My son's in the background, but my son's just chilling. But, yeah, it's cool that you started off with health, dude. I think health's, you know, something that a lot of people, a lot of us take for granted. Be on the way. Uh, 
like my fiance, she like, well, shit, I don't know. I, I was kind of scared. Cause she kind of keeps shit simple, and and uh, she like let me know that she had came back tested, uh, or came back positive for like the SMA gene, and that's like some kind. I think it's short for like spinal muscle atrophy or something. And this is something new that they did like started like in 2018, I guess, started testing for that. So they didn't test that with Mikey, my my firstborn. And I guess I got to go get like some blood work done to make sure that I don't carry that gene. Because if I do, then it's a higher chance for the baby to have like that disease or whatever and don't live long. But I'm assuming I don't have it because Mikey's really healthy. So I hope he doesn't. So yeah, like I have to go get my health checked because well, I'm 37 now, dude, and I got two babies on the way. I just want to make sure I get my blood work done, too. Hopefully, everything will be all right. I don't know why this dog started acting up as soon as we started talking. Sorry, folks. This dog's, like, super excited. But, yeah, it is important, man. And uh, I went and got blood work done. I, was at, I had a lunch. We got to take our lunch now at work. So I set an appointment next to... Uh, my route and I went in it was they were done in like 10 15 minutes. Oh, what that's that's cool dude. Yeah, we got to take our lunches now, which is kind of ridiculous, but I guess we <laughs> Should have been doing that since the beginning. Yeah, uh. we should be we should be I think everyone just gets scared because You know the doctors ain't gonna lie to you. They're not gonna put no, no uh, Cherry on the top You know, they're gonna tell you hey your cholesterol side. Hey your blood pressure sign we get mad and, Well, I feel fine I feel great. Yeah, There's nothing wrong to get out of here. But they they do, you know, they have to be blunt about it because they know what happens if you have blood pressure for so many years or you have high cholesterol for so many years. It's just like a car. You don't take care of it. It gets old and, and it breaks down and, exactly. it, and it dies. And our bodies are just like cars. We got to keep it maintenance. And if we're not, you know, yeah, we you could take a chance. You can take a chance, and you you know Keep there's going. guys that Keep, smoke cigarettes dude, until they're the ninety. Oil every once in a while, dude. <laughs> I haven't given blood in a long time, dude. Me neither. For me, it's been like I haven't had a blood test or blood drawn like in fifteen years, dude. And I have to, like, just to make sure I don't got like nothing wrong with me or anything, you know. Like it's scary too, dude. Like I'm like, man, I don't want to go. You know, it's kind of like that old school Mexican way of thinking. No, they're gonna say you got something wrong. I don't want to go, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah. But I gotta go, dude. You know. Yeah, you could be thin, you could be fat, you know, you, you could, you know, there's guys that are big that are healthy. Yeah. You know, there's guys that are... And they're that are, huge, and they don't even have, like, cholesterol. Yeah. Though. And there's guys that are skinny that are unhealthy. Yeah, you know, they might look thin on the outside, and inside they're all rotten and inside, yeah, you know? know? You just don't know. So, yeah, I got a physical at the end of the month, and I'm, I'm not worried, you know, but it's something I have to do. I'm 41, going to be 42 in August, and I got a 9-year-old, and it's like... And a 19-year-old and a 14-year-old was like, I, I got to make sure I stay strong and healthy for them because I got to I gotta keep working for them. And yeah. it's just it's one of those things. And, and I haven't done it. And obviously, in the past, I, why would I go to the doctors? I was popping pills and doing, you know, blow up my nose and partying. It, I went through that phase. Now I'm done with that phase. Now I got to see what kind of damage I've done. Yeah. And that's the scary part. But it is what it is, man. There's yeah. people that drink until they're 90 and... and Die of natural causes, you know? Yeah, like, I got a, I come from a family where, like, a lot of my, like, the men in my family drink, like, pretty heavy. You know, most of them, you know, grew to be old, you know, but, like, one of my family members, it was his birthday yesterday, and he was diagnosed with cancer on Friday, this past Friday. So I've kind of had, I've kind of had a shitty weekend. 
you know, uh, I was kind of worried about him, scared for him, and all sorts of, you know, going through that. I guess trying to, you know, comprehend how he got it, why it's happening to him, you know. He's only, he just turned 45, so he's still really young. And he basically, like, raised me when I was growing up. So I kind of had, like, a, a hard weekend. But I'm like, like I said, I don't know why this year's been started off so hard, but I'm staying positive, dude, and I just got to pray. And I see my mom being confident and praying, and we're going to hope that everything goes all right. And after he goes through surgery, hopefully everything, like, you know, they're going to have to remove, like, a kidney. So hopefully he'll be fine after that. Yeah, he could live with one kidney. It's just yeah. it's a different lifestyle. Like, I was, dude, I was. It's like, actually a better lifestyle. I was bro. Googling it, like, all weekend. Like, dude, what the fuck? So worried for him. And I called him. I was like, hey, man, you know, we'll just change our lifestyle. I was like, I'll stop drinking with you, bro. You know, like, fuck it. Maybe this is a sign. Like, we just need to stop. Or, like, I even told some of my boys, I was like, is it, like, karma? Like, you know, because I used to fucking, back in the day, I used to sell drugs. And I was like, man, I wonder how many people I hurt, you know. Uh, it's just, you get stuck in a in a bad cycle of thinking. So I just decided to pray and ask my mom to help me pray and that I wasn't feeling well. I got a bunch of buddies that are praying for me and my family. So yeah, there's a, a lot of support. Yeah, it's it's a it's a t- tough uh, ordeal when something like that happens uh, to a family member. Yeah, man. It's uh, you know he'll 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 be okay. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be okay. Yeah, and it's like my son's like so close. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta support him. You know, losing a kidney. I mean, that's it. There's no more partying. No, there's no more whatever he was doing. I'm not saying he was, but anybody, you know, it just happens. But you can survive off of one kidney, definitely. Yeah, uh, he's going to take a lot of support and stuff like that, change your lifestyle. But it's going to be the good thing for everyone, you know, yeah. eating healthy and, and, and doing what's right. I mean, yeah, everyone. I'm not saying you guys did or anybody does, but, you know, it just makes you focus even more on your health and, and your uh, I'm telling you, you feel a lot better. I mean, me, I haven't, I stopped, well, I, I cut back drinking a lot. Since my brother died, I was, even when COVID started, I was drinking every day. Yeah, I would go do my route, come home, get done quick, and just sit in front of the house. I don't know what was going to go on. People were going to start looting. And people, there was no toilet paper in, in, in the, at the stores. Uh, there was no food on the shelves, and people were hoarding stuff, and I'm outside with my gun, like, there's going to be a group of people coming up any moment. They're hungry. It takes two weeks for people to start eating each other. And I'm ready to go. But the only thing I'm thinking about is my kids. Is like, man, I didn't think this would happen in our lifetime. Something like this. Oh, yeah. Anything. And I was drinking and I was drinking. And then my brother, when my brother passed this past August, it was just, I was already trying to slow down. I said, okay, you know, I got my, my DOT for, for work this September. The doctor told me I had to lose 20 pounds. I said, no problem. That's not a big deal. And then my brother passed. I gained another 20 uh, recently. And so now I, I, I'm on the deadline. You know, I'm on the deadline to, uh, to you know, now I got to lose 40 pounds in, in four months, yeah, 10 like, pounds a month. I was kind of like, <sighs> for like a, few, like a month now, I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to start living a little healthier. Because some of my buddies... 
passed away like a month ago in a car accident. Two of them, dude. Oh yeah, I remember you told me about that. Uh, Arbor. Never since that happened. Never like my young buddies. These guys are like twenty three, dude. And uh, I would party with them, so I kind of felt like I was kind of like a bad example to them too. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna change my life. Done this. Stop drinking. You know, be a better. You know, try to just be a better person. You know, I'm I'm like you know taking cutting it down easy, not drinking as much, and you know I'm just drinking on Friday and Saturday. And, and then after, like, my brother told me, like, oh, you know, fuck, I have kidney cancer, and it's malignant. Or what's, 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 which one is the benign? Benign is the one that don't do nothing, huh? I'm not sure. I think when Nicholas, well, but he's got the one that spreads. So they were like, they need to cut the kidney out. And I was like, well, fuck, bro, like, you know, I love you, let's be positive. And so when that, I got that, dude, I just got drunk all weekend again, and I was like, damn it. But, you know, I get so sad and emotional. I was like, dude, I'm just going to drink, bro. Like, last night, I was drinking till like, 2 in the morning. And I was like, fuck it. I'm on vacation this week, so. But normally, I know I wouldn't have been drinking, you know. Yeah. I guess I'm not a strong, I'm not a strong enough person. No, it's okay, like, man. I mean, I, I did the same thing when my brother passed. And every, I would handle business all day because my, both my parents are in the hospital. For almost two months, my brother was on ice for almost two months. When my mom and dad were in the hospital for a month and a half and then in and out of the hospital for about two, three weeks. Me and my sister, you know, were dealing with my brother's funeral, uh, my parents. And so I would do that during the day. At night, I would go to the liquor store, get my drinks, come home. And then that's when I was able to, uh, I was able to, uh, just uh what is it uh, re reap what it was the word uh kind of like uh like process how you're process cry not grieve. crying grieve there you go grieve i was able to just finally grieve and i didn't take time off from work i was just taking days off right i was taking a week here come back to work and i didn't want to go on disability because i knew that if i did i've done disability before I wasn't going to get better. I was just going to be at home drinking and grieving. So I wanted and to grieving, stay busy. Grieving is a hard thing, dude. Like grieving, like when my brother-in-law passed away, the way I grieved too, I drank a lot, dude. Like I was drinking a lot, like every day. I think I drank for like 35 days straight. And I'm talking like, dude, I would think I was blacking out like every night. And then before I knew it, I was like a full-blown like straight alcoholic, dude. I was like, whoa, you know, like what happened? You know, your tolerance grows, and you can drink more, and, and, you know, depending on what kind of a person you are, you might be open to doing other shit, you know, and so it could be a, it could turn into, like, a downward spiral, which is something that we all need to be careful of, you know, and especially now, considering, like, you know, well, you're, you know, I have kids, too. I got another one on the way. I can't let myself get like that anymore. No, you can't, because as you get older, it gets harder. It gets harder to be able to go and have a good time after work. I used to bang out routes, boom, get done, be on the freeway at 5. I'd have a beer in my hand by 5.30, going to the bar, you know, and little do-to-do's here and there. You know, it's just a little pick-me-up, everything. And then you go home, hang out with the family, have dinner. You're in bed, but you know, hang out with your wife, be in bed by midnight, get up and going back to work. That was fine and dandy for a while, but as you get older and you keep doing it, you ain't doing that shit in your 40s no more. And if you are, God bless you. 
I'm telling you, I don't. I I literally stopped drinking. I've gone like two weeks, and then you know I've been doing podcasts on my own without even drinking and just just talking on my own. And I know I can do it, but I guess it just when makes- I had I had when we had that big loss on Friday, I was drinking. After the game, I go. Oh, I I said my lady, I go. I get this so adrenaline rush because I'm so focused on these kids, so focused coaching. I have this adrenaline rush. It's my, my heart's pumping. It's like I did two yeah, big dude. old fat linias, you know? And I have my heart pumping. I go, oh, oh I You're can't breathe. You're nervous for them, Yeah, dude. I'm nervous for them. I can't breathe. I'm rubbing my chest. And then after the – and then I put a dip in, and then I'll, I'll coach. And then after, it's still pumping in my, my, my chest. I need a fucking beer. I tell my lady, she goes, no, you don't. I go, I need to calm down. And I'll have a tall – half a tall can and half a shot. Call me down and I'll go I'll go to bed and I'll get go to work. But I we lost and I'm telling you, I was so pissed. I didn't get to bed though too. I even went back to the liquor store, got more beers, came back. I sent a mean old email to the director. I said they are cheating. They got ninth graders a on the drunk team. Email. Oh, drunk email, dude. I said I'm disgraced with this league, and I was pissed because look at man, these kids mean more to me than anything. They've helped me heal when my brother passed. The director offered me, he goes, hey, go keep your mind off of what's going on. I said, okay, I'll coach, I'll coach. And it has. It has helped me heal. I'm addicted to coaching. Oh, for I love sure. It. I told, dude, remember when you first started out, <laughs> I was like, dude, you're going to keep doing it. I was joking with you about how like your kid's going to be like Well, the high the school, the high school offered, they, I told the high school, I said, my son's going to uh, uh, Sunny Hills High School, and they need coaches. And I went in there, I said, hey, uh, this is my son. I, I'm the head coach of the you know, Matt Leonard flag football league, seventh, eighth graders. We went undefeated last season, lost the championship by five points. Like we're back in it this season. And uh, this will be a lot. Hey, you want to coach? And I thought about it. I thought about it. I was like, holy shit, man. I would love to coach. But it's like, I can't, how, how am I going to, I got to work. I, I can't, uh, you know, they got practice at three. I can't. Every day. Yeah, dude. Like I would want to. I do it for sure, but I gotta work. They're yeah. not gonna pay me. Yeah, they you don't pay me. you shit, dude. Yeah, I don't pay you shit. And just doing it just to be. Uh, just you know, I thought about it. Person. I go fuck if I show up and like. <laughs> like just like, too, I can't do it. Like my son's uh my son plays soccer. He's he plays in the sub U six. So it's like kids that are four, five, and six. And uh, so he's four. So most of the kids that he's playing with are six. Like most of most of his teammates are six. And I was kind of being kind of tough on him, you know, like in the beginning, because I could tell he was a little scared, and, you know. But he's he's like one of the only four-year-olds that his head's just completely in the game. Like he scored his first goal Saturday, and dude, when he scored, I was jumping up and down like fist pumping, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I saw his reaction, like he couldn't believe it. And he saw me the way I was reacting, and he started jumping up and down like yeah, and he ran to me. And, like, kind of gave me, like, a high five. And I was like, yeah, Mikey. Like, dude, I was so stoked for him, dude. Like, and I had to celebrate, dude. I had a few beers right after the game. I was like, yeah, I was so pumped up. Because you weren't doing it down at the game. <laughs> Serious, <laughs> dude. But, dude, I was so happy. Because, dude, as a four-year-old to score in that league, I was like, dude, imagine when is he's it a, six. Is it real competitive? Oh, dude, it's real competitive. Like, at I told four you. four years old? Four years old. And, dude, and most what of the kids. What league is it? It's a league in Santa Ana, dude. So I took him because I'm here. I'm here in Anaheim, but dude, I took him to Santa Ana. I'm like, you know what, babe? Let's go take him over there because they're gonna teach him like legit. It's real competitive. Well, out they, there, they talk dude. to him in Spanish. Too. Yeah, they talk to him in Spanish, and uh, and his team's name is called Mexico, dog. What's your team name, Mexico? <laughs> 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 yeah, 
yeah. So they go one, two, three, Mexico. Like, dude, that's how hardcore it is over there. But, and it's, dude, it's so dope. Like, it's all, he's the only, like, light-skinned kid on his team. Everyone's, like, they're all Mexican kids, dude, you know? And uh, I love it, bro. I love going over there. They're teaching them very well, dude. There's two youngsters. They're, like, probably my age. But these guys, like I said, their parents, they take their time out of their day and coach these kids. And, like, no one pays them. And I actually take my breaks because his practice is, is on Halliday and, uh, and Warner. Okay. So I'll take my, my lunch and my 215s there and watch his practice. And my lady's there. And so right that's there the where the military base is or, like, the – I think it's, like, Del High School or something. You know how like Stan- they're, they're standard. Yeah, you know how Holiday standard. Is going towards yeah. a, a Main Street. It's heading west. Yeah, so right there. There's a park right there, and dude, it's dope. Um, there's like all sorts of games going on, dude, and it's and dude, I I got so into it because when Mikey scored, they were tied one one, and he scored to go up two one right before the half, dude, and we're like, yeah, and we ended up winning like four one. But I just like that he, like, and then he had a game yesterday, and he's so competitive. He's like, Dad, they're not passing me the ball. I'm like, well, you got to go get it. I'm like, go get it, mijo, you know? Like, he's competitive. He wants the ball. He wants to kick it in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's playing with older kids, and he'll be like, Dad, they're faster than me. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm like, it's all right. You're going to get faster, you know, when you get a little older. So what age group is it from again? Four, five, and six. Okay, so a lot of them are sixth graders. Yeah. Like the, he or six-year-olds. Yeah, six-year-olds. But, yeah, dude, like the way you were saying how these kids kind of take your mind off other things. Like I was all so stressed out about my brother's news, and then Mikey scores a goal. I was so happy, dude. Like, mm-hmm. And it was like, dude, it was like better than any drug. He was like my antidepressant, dude. I was so happy. Like I didn't need, I didn't need to take no pills. Like my son makes me happy, bro. Like I didn't need to, you know. Well, I did drink afterwards. That's because I was so happy. I couldn't control it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've learned as as coaching, I have I was just my, – my lady tells me, I said, you know, I want to do this, I want to do that. She goes, you got to remember, these kids that are in eighth grade, seventh grade, they miss two years of their life. So a lot of them miss their fifth and sixth grade uh, sporting, and that's the most time where they develop from being – young kids to young teenagers yeah or what's that age where people say like at once a kid gets to like seven or eight that's when you kind of start raising them like a I don't or know. like that's that's like when their imagination kind of cha- they don't have that crazy imagination anymore you know what i mean uh, like that's kind of when they stop believing in santa claus type shit i don't know my kids still have an imagination i don't oh, know really? if it's that young of an age or something like that I don't know. But, but I, I mean, like, my kid, I talk to him like he's an adult, dude. Like, he's way ahead of the game. Yeah. Like, I think you have to. I think you have to talk with them and be real with them. Yeah. Like, if you talk to him, he'll be like, oh, of course, Dad. Of course, Papa. You know, sure, let's go, amigo. Like, yeah. every once in a while, he'll have a little tantrum. Every once in a while. I don't, I don't ever spank him. I just talk to him serious, dude. Hmm. Like every kid, you know. But I'm real proud of him, you know. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta be on them. You gotta, uh, you gotta nurture them. And it's tough with our job. It's really tough. We're always at work. You know, some of us work twelve-hour days. But see, that's why I signed them up at, over in Santa Ana too, because, like I said, I want to be able to make it to his practice. But since he practices in Santa Ana, he basically practices in the hood, dog. You know, 
and I live right here in these fucking luxury high rises in Anaheim. Like even his teammates are like, "Wow, why'd you bring him over here?" Or like the parents. And I was like, "Well, you know, I wanted him to be taught well and to compete. You know, I want him to compete, dude." And there's good competition, dude. I had him at the YMCA in Fullerton. Yeah, what happened Bro, with that? Like it, it was like, there was no competition. It was just kind of like, hey, let them run around, and like they weren't teaching them like, hey, open up. These are your guys' positions. Hey, here's a throw in. Like he already knows how to do a throw in. He knows like his position. He's a midfielder. Like, at four years old, bro, I'll be like, Mikey, when he gets the ball, he'll look up, look for his teammates, and I'll be like, pass it to your teammate. Passes it to his teammate. When his teammate has it, he moves to the middle and, like, asks, like, for the pass, which is, I think it's, dude, ahead of the game for a kid that age. You know? I'm really proud of, like, the way he's being coached there. Yeah, that's cool, man. I, it's my first time, well, my son did Taekwondo. My son did Taekwondo, and then COVID hit, but he had already gotten his uh, black belt. He got his junior black belt, and then he got his uh, regular black belt, and then COVID hit, and then after everything cleared, he went back to uh, junior high. He started in eighth grade, tried out for the team. Over 100 kids showed up. He didn't make it. So then that's when I signed him up for Mac Liner Flag Football League, and then they asked me to coach. And I've been coaching. And that's, know, a legit, that's a legit league, dude. Yeah, they're, been around, they're around everywhere. Uh, I think they just started in Fullerton because the guy that's in charge, the, the director, I could tell like he's just getting everything started over there and trying to run things. Because there's another league. I think it's called Friday Night Lights or something like that. Uh, if I'm correct. Or do you know, where they have like, a, you know where they have a legit league at? Um, I think it's Car Intermediate over off of uh, Edinger and – and rate in Santa Ana, yeah, yeah. dude. I drove by there after one of his games. These guys have like the little like soft helmets, yeah. And like these guys are are legit, dude. Like there was like fifteen games going on. Mm -hmm. but it's a big old field, you mm -hmm. know. Hi, puppy. But yeah, uh, like the league that I got him in. At first, I was kind of skeptical. I'm all, dude, this better be legit. Is, like it, is it a website? You. Is a website, or how, how did you get a hold of uh, that signing league? them up? Well, my my fiance is uh, one of her customers that are know. Hey, this is league in Santa Ana, and my lady's like, okay, I'll take them, and we signed them up. the The office is right there off of uh, off a of Lion Street, dude. Off a of Lion Street, and um, I forget what the others, but it's by, kind of by my route. Anyways, I was kind of skeptical, I'm like, dude, but it's legit, dude. These kids have their, their credentials. Like, yeah. It's a little ID card. So they his, get ID with cards. His, with his age and his picture on it. So they won't be like, dude, this guy's got a, a player well, from outside. Well, that's one of my complaints from last, from last uh, this past Friday is that some of these kids, man, I don't know what it is. I mean, the team we played against, there's one Hispanic on that team, and the rest are all Weddles. Like I said, I'm not – Racist. I, I have friends of all uh, color and creed, but for some reason, white people send, tend to age a little bit faster. <laughs> dude, <laughs> they dude, look a little bit older. It's good talk. It's because <laughs> their parents feed them good ass food. They feed them nothing but organics. I guess, dude. That's but what this I kid think. looked like he was in. He looked like he was in ninth or tenth grade. He looked like he could drive my car home. And I and I and he's got long hair. He looked like he. Do you know that guy Sunshine? Remember the Titans? <laughs> yeah. He didn't even look. He looked like Sh uh, Sunshine's older brother. Like, dude, like 
Dude, like Sunshine in, in, in I, the movie, Sunshine was probably yeah. like twenty years old. I completely playing know high schooler. What, I completely know how you feel, dude, because that's why I not dude, like there was this little girl that we were playing on that on that game on Saturday. This little girl looked like she was eight. I'm all dude, what? She like way taller than like everybody. Well girls mature. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. But dude, she was faster than everybody. Like one of our defenders like was dude playing real hard, Jose. Had to cover the whole game real good. Real good kids. But uh how many players are on the team? There's like there's uh we have like ten or eleven, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes other teams, some people don't show up. But this game, there was legit. It was like eleven on eleven. But uh, and all both parents, like both sides, they're all like cheered, and it's all fun and games. You know, everyone cheers for their kids, you know. So it don't, it don't get nothing out of control. It's just cheering Dude, for the kids. Uh, two weeks ago, so I get there. Our game's at eight thirty at night. I get there. I tell the parents seven o'clock. Because I know they're going to be late. And I know parents have to work 5 yeah. o'clock, usually get up. So I always say 7, and then, you know, the kids show up around 7 or 5-ish, you know, 7-10. Some people 7-30, and I'll, I'll whistle, blow my whistle. You're on my time now. Let's go. And I tell them, I says, you need to get a, get a good warm-up. So the parents go, that's a little early. I go, an hour and a half? I says, they need to warm up properly. Do you want them to get injured? I go, we got a lot of things to work on. And they and the parents now, they, they understand and they don't question it no more because they've seen the development of this team. But long story short, one of the players comes. He goes, hey, man, this guy's, this guy's over here uh, calling the, the refs because our referees are all, are all blacks. And he goes, oh, the refs are the, – this guy, the refs are getting into this guy. He's calling them the N-word. Oh, he's dude. calling the end, not the end, not the not the end with the A. It's the end with the R. Oh my god! When I pulled dude. up, when I pulled up to get my stuff, to get myself out of the car, there was a Maybox sitting parked in the red in front of the field. And I go, "Who fucking car is this? Move your shit!" You know what I mean? All of a sudden, you know, you want to park your fucking piece of shit Maybox with white white walls on it. And so, sure enough, that it was that guy's car. He had a blowhorn. And every time, and he just kept blowing it. Like every play, he was blowing it, blowing it. He wasn't blowing it on like touchdowns. He was blowing it like every play during the play when they're trying to be obnoxious. And so we all have black refs. Like all, most of them are black. He comes up to me, goes, "Hey man, can you stop that?" You know, and he kept doing it in his face. And finally, he says, "Hey man, you got to get out of here." And then it just escalated. Next, you know, he's calling them at the N word, and the other black dudes coming. That's so bad. And then See, next, you know, the parents. Some of the parents are going, calling them the N word. And it, my my wife and daughter were there. They saw the whole thing. My sister, or my, sister, my daughter's got a picture. Took pictures of this lady that was calling him the N word too. That was sitting in the crowd. Uh, you know, got an email about it. You know, it was a big escalation. The guy ended up leaving. He hasn't been back since, but. I was just like, you kidding me, dude? Like, just well, why does it get like I, that? I would walk away with my son. I'd be like, man, I said, dude, this is not why we. This is not why we come here. Mm-hmm. Like, we come here to, to play, have a good time, and like you said, you got to teach a kid how to lose, how to win with dignity, both ways, dude. Like, uh, but there wasn't even. It was during the game. It wasn't yeah. even. Like sport, sports could be a good thing for kids, dude. I think as a parent, you just got to find out which which ones are your kid. Because at times, you know, some parents want their kid to play this sport, and their kid, it's just not for them, dude. And it's hard to tell a parent, hey, man, maybe you should have them play something else, you know, <laughs> especially when it comes I mean, to football. I think it's just like that everywhere. But, I mean, wah, wah, and 
my wife and my daughter like if dad's here he would have hit him I, I i probably would have yeah, you know dude. you can't you can't first of all you ain't gonna call anybody the n the n word don't fucking talk to me like that yeah right, you, don't you, be talking you, like that you're not yeah kid. don't talk i would never talk i i you just don't there's certain you just don't talk like that dude you know even there's kids around and you're gonna sit there and act like that you're I'm hitting you, dude. You're not going to talk like that. That's disrespectful. The guy just thought he was all big and bad. And he's probably never been hit before. And he's probably never even been in jail before. Because, you know, if you call someone uh, in oh, jail dude. a bitch, you call someone in jail a bitch, that's it. That's fighting words, dude. You fight to the death. You know <laughs> what I mean? You call that dude as a bitch, he ain't going to do nothing about it. And a jail, you don't allow you don't. There's certain words you, you can't say in jail. One of them is bitch. You don't allow yourself to get disrespected in jail, dude. Yeah, for sure. That's for sure, dog. He the the ref was going, all oh, you guys are racist, man. That ain't right because it's majority yeah, white, dude. It's majority white. <laughs> the, the players, and then you got a few Mexicans, and my team's all mostly Asians, Asian and white. Uh, let me see. Isaac, me, Isaac's the only Hispanic. My son. The rest are, are white and Asian. Like it's weird, but I don't. I don't even see it. It doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? Well, like, I don't see it. But when you think about it, I'm like, oh shit! I, I got one Hispanic, and they're all no. Well, actually, one of us Filipino, but still Asian descent. Like when I when I first started taking my son to uh, practice and do his games, at first they thought that I was like white and shit, that I didn't know how to speak Spanish. And uh, well, first fucking my son's name. I was like, no. And then I started speaking Spanish to him. They're like, oh, cool, cool. But, dude, so, like, and like I said, my kid's like the light, dude, straight up, the only light-skinned boy on his team. So I don't discriminate for shit. I took him over there in the hood, you know, so it could be a little more, it's more competitive for Why sure, dude. Why are they dude. so dark over there? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all, like, you know, Mexicans, dude. And, uh, <clears throat> but I could tell, like, that their coaches put an extra effort with my son, dude. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, just treat him like everyone else, you know. And I'm like, not just because I come from far. You know, but they, I guess, because I let them know, hey, man, yeah, I brought them over here so you could just learn a little better. And I guess they're, they like, you know, want to live up to that. Are the kids, who, who coaches, how old are the coaches? They're like my age, dude. They used to play soccer back in the days? Yeah. Could you take them? Oh, dude, I, I'd be able to play with them for sure. Oh, I'm okay. pretty good, dude, at soccer, too. I didn't, I didn't play it, like, Did you play, you didn't play in high school, huh? Nah, I didn't play soccer. What did you start I did, playing? I did track. And football. Football, yeah. Yeah. I was really good at track, too, dude. I'm going to have my son do track, too. I'm trying to get my son to do track. Yeah, you should, dude. Have him do the hurdles, He's dog. tall. He's tall. He's yeah. getting tall. He's got long legs. And I'm I could teach him how And I could teach him how to do the hurdles, dude. I was really good, bro. I could teach him. Mm -hmm. Like, I could teach him form. I know, like, drills that will help you work on form. I could teach him how to three-step him, you know. If he, if he could three-step him, he'll probably win every single meet, dude. How do you do three step? What is that? The three step is like, well, there's a certain distance when it's when you do the 100, uh, mm -hmm. the 100 meter hurdles. Mm -hmm. The the hurdles are about 10 yards apart, somewhere along there. And if you take three steps in between them, you're like being really efficient because mm -hmm. a lot of at, at a young age you gotta have like really long legs. How old were you? You started doing that? 14. And like I was yeah, at fourteen, I was the only one that was able to three step him, dude. Out of all, out of yeah, everyone, he's got from, long, he's from got Kennedy, long legs. we 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 did shit against Kennedy, Sun Hills, everyone. We had all sorts of track meets, dude. And then of everybody, I was like the only one that could. Three what step made you him. be able to do it? 
I don't know, dude. I was just running, dude. Like, I didn't even know I was doing it, dude, till I got there. They were like, whoa, you're three-stepping them. I was like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And they were like, you're only taking three steps in between each hurdle, dude. And I was like, well, that seems – because otherwise you got to be like tap your feet and then jump over mm-hmm. it. But you don't want to like tap your feet. You want to keep running, like take long strides. So you jump one, two, three, pass. Like you're not going to – you know, usually when mm-hmm. people jump, they stutter and then jump. You don't want to stutter when you're doing hurdles. Do you want to keep going? Nice rhythm. You don't yeah. want to stutter, dude. Like, is there a it, certain way they teach them what a three step, or does that just come natural? It, uh, to me, it just came natural. You know, it's and then probably because you're tall, huh? Yeah, and I had long legs, and then and then the coach started working with me. Like he, I, right away, he's like, "You could three step it." He, right away, he's probably like, "All right, well, I don't need to work that hard with this kid." And he started working with me. I ended up going to CIF, dude. Man. That shit was so dope. Three hurdle. I, I've been trying to get him to do track, dude. I said you got the body to do track. It's so cool, dude. You know why? Cause track, I love track. Cause it's co-ed, and like you wait for like an hour for your meet. So you're just sit there mingling with chicks all day, <laughs> dude. You're like laying down next to them. Hey, what's up? Oh, you're gonna race? All right, let me go watch you. Come on, yeah. You know, it's. I loved it, dude. That shit was so dope. I'm going to tell him that. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's cool. Man. You just hang out with chicks and they, oh, you're going to race? All right, let's go watch you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I did the four by one relay. I did, and I did the 100 hurdles and the 300. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm going to tell him. Yeah, we won't dude. do it with his mom there, but I'm going to say it's cool. Man. Yeah, dude. It's different when you have a, a son and then you have a daughter. You have a daughter, my 19 year old, eight. She had one try to do boyfriend. You ain't fucking taking my daughter anywhere. That dude ended up dumping her, got with another chick, and got her pregnant. And he was a senior in high school. They were both, or they were juniors, and then like the next year he got a, a girl pregnant. Yeah, I'm, I'm and, hoping uh, to have another boy, dude. Yeah, girls are it, it's too much, man. I said you ain't never getting married. Like you guys just stay here. Like it's disgusting out there. There's no more gentlemen anymore. It seems like there's you know, some, dude. Seems, you it, know what, dude? There's, there's no more good. Good, good guys anymore. Like, dude, like, watch. That's why, like I said in my last podcast, I'm raising my, my son old school, dude. Like, I'm raising him to be the man that I would want for my daughter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So whoever he ends, whatever woman he ends up with, whoever, she's going to be her parents – there was a there was a team. Sorry to cut you off. There was a the team we be beat because a lot of the guys, a lot of the teams we play against, a lot of them go to the same school. So one of the quarterbacks from the other team, we beat them the following week. Uh, my son knows them. They know, there's a couple girls in the class uh, on the teams too, so my son knows them. And uh, it was a quarterback, and I think it was a sister from the other team. Isaac knows them or knows, and. I looked at the girl. The girl was really pretty. And I was like, Isaac's sitting there talking to her like, he, you know, like they're good friends, you know? And I was just like, all right, cool. You know? Because like, you got to understand. That's my boy. Do you understand? They miss, he missed sixth and seventh grade. That's a big change. You know what I mean? mean to like, go from online learning to being, and now you're in eighth grade. <coughs> they miss out on a lot of development. Especially at that age. That sucks, dude. Seriously, if you think about it, though. Going from sixth to seventh, that's a big transition, dude. No, they missed sixth grade, half, half of that. They missed seventh grade, and then they went straight into eighth grade. So online learning, 
uh, three-fourths of six, half of sixth grade, seventh grade. Yeah, because it happened in March. So they missed half of sixth grade, and then they missed all of seventh grade, and now eighth grade he had to go to school. He liked it, though. He says it felt good to be out and, and go do it. I mean, they seem to develop. But imagine that, dude. Imagine what, how we would be. But back then, we didn't have the internet. We'd be at home going, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, that's Jeeves, dog. Yeah. Or no, we had the internet, didn't we? No, we didn't. I didn't. <coughs> no. I did. No. In sixth well, grade. I, I didn't sixth... have a computer. I don't even think I had a computer until I was like in ninth grade, dog. Let's see. What, what year did you graduate high school? 2003. 2003, so then 1999, you're I was eighth. a freshman. Oh, you're a freshman. 1998, 7th. So 90, 95, you're in 5th grade. You know what it is, dude? Uh, I don't think there's... Well, you know what? Yeah, they could have right. started coming let out, me, but it wasn't me, no iPads. Let me ask you a question, Gex. What scares you more about? Like, what are the... What are the like, you know how you see, all right, like Lake Mead, there's no water. Or like, today's... like. What scares you about today's society or the, the young future society? I, uh, what scares me the most is that we have way too many. Hold on. Let me, let me, that's a, that's actually a really good question. No one's ever asked me that. What am I scared of? Uh, like Putin with the nukes or us. Running? That's always been around since this, yeah, you know, the cold war. Just, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Since the fifties or sixties or whatever. I think what's going to happen is, uh, one thing that does concern me is global warming. Uh, people don't understand that I'm older now, but I do feel the difference. I'm outdoors all day. I do feel the difference in heat. I do feel the difference in weather change, especially with me now having allergies and allergies have gotten worse over the years. You look at India right now, they're, they're in summertime right now and it's already 119 degrees. And there was an article, I think it was from the New Yorker, they were or the Atlantic. They I were saw that today. About, yeah, they were talking about how this is. Uh, uh, it's just, burning over. Yeah, there. it's they're wa they're watching it closely. They're going, this is the uh, for human beings. This is an extreme for them. How are they going to cope? Like, it, it's, it's almost gonna, unlivable there now. It's so hot, and then our pollution, all that flows down to India, and then they pollute the river because a lot of our clothing and ink and all that. Dying clothes, they dump it in their river. I forgot what the river's called. The Delhi? The, yeah, where they like the, the Ganji. Ganji River. One of the rivers, I don't I don't know what it's called, but they bathe in it and it's that's where they yeah, throw their trash. Yeah. That's where they shit. And they bathe in it. And it says if you it's get so sick, you dip yourself. in there, dude. And a lot of our clothing die dies and all that. It, everything because they, they they don't they're not advanced enough to be able to clean all that stuff out. So they just dump it in the river. They're they're like us in the 1900s. And then we got smart and we said, well, instead of polluting our land, let's ship it out and have them. Like China, for example, it's fucking nasty over there. The pollution over there is really bad because a lot of our stuff is being made over there in manufacturers well, where they don't Mexico's have. Mexico's pretty They don't have. Yeah, and a lot of our pollution, a lot of our smog flies down the south of Mexico too as well. Like, dude, like <clears throat> I was going to say too, like, Global warming is some scary shit, dude. I mean, maybe we're wrong, but when I was younger, dude, I remember, well, even in high school, like, when, uh, like, on the football seasons, like, once to, like, we got to, like, our fifth game when the hour changes, it was already, like, raining, dude, and, mm -hmm. like. Yeah, muddy. Muddy, like, 
you cool. know, and I, I swore this. And now it's hot in November. Yeah, and I swore the skies were like bluer. I swear, mm-hmm. they just seemed bluer back in the days. Now they're like all like really light blue. You well, know? now they're saying now they're saying for the first time ever, plastic particles are coming up in, in people's blood. Oh, I dude, or in people's like lungs and shit. Yeah, uh, plastic particles. There's a big. There's a big pile of trash as big as texas because the way our oceans and currents work uh everything has a current in our oceans the way the oceans and the waters move and all that that's how ships navigate that's why we can't take a ship from long beach to hawaii it'll take two months to get there is because the way the currents work so you can you can't take a ship there you can take a ship back because the way the currents work but anyways the way the currents work there's so much trash it's the size of texas Think it's like that. that that's so I had a scary. map I'd show you where I think it's at. Like I feel that's what I feel bad for like my kid, you know, like when he grows up, what's it going to be like, dude? You know, like how fucking hot is it going to be? You know, what what issues are they going to be dealing with? Like I, I see California just getting hotter and hotter and hotter every year, dude. And then with with Lake Mead drying up, dude, like I've been going there since I was. 14 dude and this last time i went the water had like the water had just receded so much i was like wait it was back up to this tree last time and it was like receded like 80 yards dude and that was like two years ago and i'm gonna go this year in june oh (laughs) Oh, shit. I wonder what it's going to look like this year. You know? It's some real shit. I don't know why people don't... I mean, it all comes back to the greed, dude. Like, somebody... No, like, whoever's in charge of, like, or owns all those, like... All that oil and all that gas or... They're not going to stop selling that shit. Well, this is the you thing. They, people say that... People say that our, our electric cars are the way they go. Yeah. But when you park your car and you charge it, where is that energy coming from? Where is it coming from? It's coming from nuclear plants. It's coming from places where it's still taking. Well, and then, well, somehow they, they use the, the current from like the lake and the Colorado River. That generates Hydroelectricity. A lot, yeah, that generates a lot of electricity. Yeah, but we're running out of water. That's lake what I'm Mead, saying. they're going to cut. At lake Mead, for example, they're going to have to cut. I think it was. Shit, dude, it was it was like thirty some thirty eight percent of electricity is gonna be cut to homes because of the, crazy, the water's dude. jumping down so low. But also the batteries. Do you know the minerals that it takes to build these batteries to hold the electric charge are being uh, harvested well, that's or why, mined that's in other Mexico. countries such as India and when little kids are the ones that are, are have you seen I'll send you videos on YouTube. I watch them where these kids are, are, are going in the mines that are collapsing on them. They're like five, six years old. And they pull out these minerals, and these minerals are what are made to build the batteries today. Yeah, well, do you see how in Mexico, like, 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 I think, like, dude, just like four years ago, they had discovered, like, this huge fucking deposit of lithium. Like, dude, so now Mexico has, like, the most lithium in the world. And they, like, just got it. And the president's like, no, this lithium's going to be for, like, Mexicans and shit. I think the I think the way those, those that that's needed for like rechargeable batteries, right? Yeah, lithium, yeah. Yeah, but when it's dead, 
we got to throw it away. Where are we? How are we going to recycle these things? Uh, how do you recycle these batteries? These batteries that Elon Musk is making. These powerful batteries. The minerals that are already beaten. It's I would call it blood diamonds, blood batteries. There's documentaries. I'll send them to you where these young young kids are going in the mines to build up these certain minerals to make these batteries. And then we got to use. We still got to use electricity. You know, as if we're using the sun, I think solar is the best way to go. Best way to go. The sun. The sun is our greatest uh, source of energy. Let's use the sun. But you got to understand, there's people out there that they'll find a quicker way to make a buck, and that's the way we're looking at things. It's the quicker the way, quickest way to make a buck. You know what I mean? And we're not looking at the long run. We're looking at the quick scheme to get rich. When we graduated high school, what did we want? I wanted to make money. I wanted to move out of my parents' house. I was so confused when I got out of high school, dude. I wanted to make money, and that's what everybody wants. They want to make money. They want to make rich. So it's always the. I was always looking at what I was reading the paper, right? And it says forty dollars an hour. I go fuck. That's more than what my dad makes. And me and my friend went down. We interviewed like the uh, the movie The Step Brothers and the tuxedos. (laughs) We went down there, dude. And before we went to our interview, we were at Sporting Goods store. I think it was like. Sport Mart or Sport Authority, and we were pointing at everything. I'm gonna get that snowboard. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get that. We're 18 years old. We went to the interview. He did interview us together. It was a video game, a racing car, NASCAR, and it was an arcade setup where you would go into like a a, a marketplace where there was like a UPS store, Hallmark, Kmart, and there was a little spot, like a gaming spot, where they had race cars in there, where it would move when you turn the steering wheel. Uh, we and him, we I took first, he took second. There was like ten other dudes. We smoked them, so he took us because we won. But uh, he says I'm gonna open up these shops. Rich guys are gonna come in there to de-stressor, and they race and they get their times, and we display them. And there's money and, and trophies involved. He had a great idea, but he wait, wanted wait. us to put fucking he, he five would... grand down. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, so oh, that man. was the catch. Hey, hold on, I, I, I'm gonna pick you guys, but. I did you guys put five. Yeah, he wanted us to be, to be part of it and promote it, and he got it up for a little bit. But in the end, dude, now that I'm older now, ain't no fucking old white man gonna want to go race a goddamn car. He's gonna go want to race a big old culo. You know what I mean? He's gonna get his fucking dick in a big old culo. If line he's of gonna coke. have free time, yeah, he's yeah, not duh. gonna go racing <laughs> cars, dog. He's gonna go right there down to the Santa Ana in a massage parlor. We get two fucking Asian women, dude. They want to race. I want to race the right way. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember when uh, I was in high school. You know, I me and my boys. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Fuck, Vega. What are you gonna do? You gonna go play football or what? I don't know. I I was kind of cocky when I was younger. You know, I thought I could go D one right away. Like, like shit. Like UCLA and like Idaho State was D one, but it wasn't no like lit. Like you know, big university. I always felt like I could have gone to like Colorado State or Colorado, like the Buffaloes or. Something like that, somewhere in the Pac-10. But I had always told like my buddies, like, "Well, dude, if sh- you know, if shit don't go right. I'm just gonna be a UPS driver." And, I, and I started saying that when I was like 18, oh. 19, dude. And like, I saw one of my buddies the day, and he's like, "Dude, you always <laughs> said you were gonna be a UPS driver. Remember that?" I was like, "Yeah, dude." Like, I I always had my plan B, you know. My plan B was, I'll just be a UPS driver. Well, when I went to college, I was at Cal State Fullerton. I was going to be a, a teacher, and then I had my, I got my wife, my wife pregnant, or my, she was my girlfriend at the time, and then I, I had to speed things up. I said, well, I like to teach. I'm going to be a teacher. 
And then I just got tired of school when I graduated. I said, cut teacher credentials two years. Back then, they were laying off teachers back in 2004. So I said, I'm going to go become a cop. But they didn't want me. I remember I mean? when they were laying off teachers. I remember that. And that was like 2004, 2005. So I said, it's not, it's not right for me. So then UPS, I was working part-time. And I was always my back. My, 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 that was my, you know, plan B. Try to become a cop. You know, they didn't pass the polygraph. Said I did cocaine, <laughs> heroin. Dude, I thought about that, too. I I went to school. And that was it, dude. Once you fail the polygraph to become a cop, it travels with you because the cops, they do do, uh, do investigations. It's that 10-step plan where, like, you got to do the 10 steps. And, yeah, like, the step 8 or 9 is the polygraph. Yeah. I didn't even get to that point. I'm like, dude, I ain't going to pass this shit. I I saved myself the embarrassment. Yeah, because I went – I was majoring in in criminal justice, dude. Okay. (laughs) And I'm like, look at me over here trying to be a cop, dog. I'd be letting all the Mexican people go. It's all right, man. I know. I'd be taking <laughs> bribes, dude. Now that I think about it, because I always, you know, I was teaching Sunday school. I was going to church. I was raised in the church. And I was telling God, I said, God, if this is your, you, you want me to do this, I'll do this. I go, but your, your plan is my plan. And it didn't happen. And I got angry because there was a kid at my church. He was younger than me. Like, you're younger than me. But him and my dad would always feud. One was a head. He one. The other guy was a head usher. My dad was a usher. Hey, you see, below, dude, and they were always competing in the church. There's always feuds, and you, that and ain't, yeah, there ain't dude, nothing holy about it's that. Not, dog. There's not. But his son ended up because this guy worked for the city, and he became head head city guy or like head of the operations. His son ended up becoming a cop. But my dad would brag to him, "Yeah, I, Stephen's about to graduate. He's trying to become a cop." And his son, that was a couple years younger than me. And he's now he's a detective no. for the Fulton oh, PD, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so your dad was trying to fucking be like, oh, my son's going to his dad did. And, and so son. his son ended up becoming a detective. Oh, so shit. Uh, of course I got mad. I go, man, yeah. this guy ain't no better than me. But now I- I'm happy. Yeah. I- and I-, I realized, like, you know what, God, you're probably right. I'd probably take every fight. I watch The Wire. Um, I've watched all the shows. I go, yeah, that'd be me. I'd be shaking fools down. What is this? The FIFA. Okay, that's mine. What's this stack of money? That's mine. All right, get out of here. You know what I mean? Wait, what's this? I'm going to have to confiscate this, sir. I got to instead of put it in the tube to test the, the, the strength of it, I'd test it up my nose. Yeah, okay, you know oh, what? Let this me is tell you what strong. this is. This motherfucker's got cocaine, sir. <laughs> I put it. Ah, dude, I. I like I love my job, dude. You know, like I like my um, I like my. You know, it's it's we get our privacy, bro, in our in the, in the truck. You know, yeah, we have to see a lot of customers when you do your business, but if you have shit down like I do, some I think my customers know that I don't really like to talk much, so they're just like I'll just be like, hey, and uh, walk away, put it down. I know where they want them. And I'll just say hi, like with a nod or with a little wave, and I'll just walk away. And some customers like that, and then some customers want customer service, you know. Yeah, yeah, like there's some, there's some dudes. I that get like, tired. I've had so many routes in my career. I, I can't. I have to keep moving on. <laughs> I have to keep moving on, dude. I get bored too quick. Like I've been in mine already for like, dude, yeah, at least five years. Yeah, and you like it. You'll probably yeah. be a lifer. And like, huh? there, there's some dudes. Yeah, there's some dudes there that like. Yeah, every time I stop, I talk to them. But I, I enjoy talking. But you know to what? Them you too. probably encourage them too to keep working. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. They're like, like they get excited to see you. Yeah, like and uh, like every like there's a few guys that I'm in a fantasy football league with. Oh, nice. And like the guy's actually he's Indian, like straight legit, like from India, dude. And like it's dude, real have cool. you tried Indian food? 
Nah, there's like curry. Well, there's different types of food. No, I haven't. I watch this guy called Mikey Chan on YouTube. He travels the world. He looks like Jackie Chan. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, dog. I watch him every day. He always has a video, but he travels the world. And he was actually here in Fullerton and uh, Bonaparte eating food uh, one time. But he eats all kinds of different different cuisines. But he's tried Indian food recently. And he des- the way he describes it, like, oh, it's pistachio and stuff. And he eats it. I'm like, fuck. Like, it, I, I like trying new things. So, yeah, you dude. know, in an indie, he's probably got some good spots, dog. Yeah, no, dude. I remember when I went to New York, uh, like six years ago, I was walking around New York. Uh, I stayed in Manhattan. And I, I went, I took the subway, like, to, I don't know exactly where, but I went to go see the, uh, the World Trade Center, how it's like this big old hole. And, and I, it was me and Jess. And I was like, hey, let's just walk around and we'll find somewhere to like eat. I want to like go to like a deli. And I walk in this deli and I ask this guy, hey man, I'm not from around here. So is this a good place to eat? Which is probably kind of a rude thing to say. And he goes, yeah, check this out. And there's a little TV and he pushes play. And it's the Anthony Bourdain show. And it's an episode of him going to that spot. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I was like, dude, I just walked in here. I was like, all right. And I had like a... It was a bagel with like salmon, smoked salmon, and this big old scoop of of cream cheese. Like mm-hmm. I was like, Dan didn't even like cream cheese that much, but it was bomb, dude. And like Jess doesn't even like like raw salmon, and she had it too, dude. It, it was like really good. Well, that's right. We used, we used to go. We went to Chomps. Remember we went to Chomps? Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys, uh, yeah. So you guys don't like sushi? Like no, everything was cooked. You guys are young. Yeah. Yeah, you guys she are eats young. Everything cooked. Yeah. Still? Oh yeah. You guys she like yeah. shit like triple nah, man. killed. We we, we like well everything. Done. We like well my kids still not yet. They like they like uh not the spring rolls, but they'll have the California rolls and stuff. My lady's starting, she'll eat raw fish, but I I cuz I and I and in college when I started, I met I met a, a older uh, Japanese cat and he was he was the one who introduced me to that. And ever since then, dude, since I was like 19, Sushi all day. It's open. in high school. I remember I wouldn't eat ranch with fries. Everyone's eating ranch with fries, or they would put ranch and ketchup, and they would eat it, and then they would start making out with their boyfriend or girlfriend, and it's just disgusting. Me, I'm like, ranch? What is this? Because we didn't have it at our house, and yeah, I've learned to try new things. I think that's part of life: is try new things, even if you don't like it. It's not your thing. You have just to try do. it. Yeah. You know, and, and it, if it doesn't work, try it again. Like, you know? the more you try, the better. If you got a survival of the fittest, like, there's some of my buddies, they're like, he'll order, like, a hamburger like a little kid, dude. He'll be like, oh, can I get a hamburger with only uh, lettuce and, like, ketchup? And, like, he doesn't eat, like, chicken. I'm like, dude, if anything <laughs> happens, you're going to be, like, one of the first ones to die, dude. Like, you got to <laughs> fucking be able to eat a bunch of stuff. I'm like, you're eating, like, a six-year-old i'm like come on dude hamburger and lettuce oh you're a rabbit <laughs> and he's like just ketchup i'm like dude you didn't like like you know or, like he's so like picky and he doesn't eat certain things oh my kid my lady tells me she goes you're picky yeah matter of fact last night uh i had leftovers she had a, she made salmon and shrimp the other day and i got mad i got mad my son hurt his knee and i got mad at her i was like he should have got his knee checked he this so I didn't eat. I went. I don't know where. Where I don't know where I went. I took off somewhere, and then I came back. Oh, I went to go buy. Oh no, I was outside drinking. I, I slipped, and I was like, "I'm gonna drink." I was pissed off. 
And then I was like, fuck it. And it was like a week ago. And then I went, I got a fucking double Western from Carl Jr. I go, fuck <laughs> it, I don't care. It's like, I'm hurting them. You know I mean, it's like, I think to myself as I'm drinking, I'm like, I'm hurting them. I'm killing myself. But in the end, I'm, I'm hurting myself by doing that. Look what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Look what I, I walked in with the chocolate shake. Let me tell you, I, I could not go to sleep. The sugar was going through me, and I was just like, oh, Isn't okay. that crazy, dude? How once you get older, you can't eat, like, certain shit, and you got to be healthier. You should be able to, like, drink a soda. Like, like I, remember, I remember growing up, like, my parents didn't even, like, have a soda, whatever. Like, so unhealthy, dude. Yeah. I guess they weren't just, like, they didn't realize the, you know, how much sugar or whatever. But, like, I mean, my kid rarely ever has soda, dude, mm. ever. It's addictive. It's like it's like a treat for them, right. you know. My nephews, uh, that's all they drink. <laughs> yeah, that's so bad, dude. And the other day, one was over. I ain't gonna mention names, but one kid, one was over, and my wife. They were running around. My wife pulls them water, filtered water. Right there's a cup of water. The kid, I won't say boy or girl, right? The kid looks at it. No, gives Two. it back. And she goes, what, you don't want the water? No. And then she brings out one of the, you know, what the parents brought them. Parents bring them, like, Cheetos, cookies, Lunchables, uh, Susie, uh, not Susie Q's, Twinkies. And so. That's so unhealthy. She pulls out a juice box, and that's all, it's game over. And it's just like, whoa, like. Richard goes, can you believe it? I go, I understand. Like, look, at, look at my kid. Look at He's got the organic no, juice. Yeah, he's yeah. got water. He, my kid drink. There's no soda here, dude. Yeah. He won't. Uh, like, when we went to Mexico, yeah, he'll have soda there. Like, because, you know, we're on vacation. You know? All right, let him have a little yeah, bit of Yeah, vacation soda. times, we want to be like this. But we, other than that, nah, man. Like, nah, dude. That's no, my so 14-year-old, he wakes up in the morning before. He's, he's a, get have to get forced to wake up. Now that he's so involved in football and he's all on it, uh, he, he's so into it now. Like, he wakes, he's working out. He took over. My brother passed. My brother had the, the Bowflex, the dumbbells. So, my dad gave it to him. And he's been working out in the room. Anyways, he gets up in the morning and he watches, like, Chef Ramsay, whatever, and he makes protein shakes. Uh, he wakes I me up. I love Chef Ramsay. Wah. Chef Ramsay's dope. He does a blender. Wah. And he makes his protein <laughs> shakes. And he, he, he's, like, up before everybody now. He's really... Really into it. I'm proud of him. I'm like, all right, let him do his thing. Uh, but, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, a couple years, a couple months ago, there were soda cans all in his room. I says, hey, dude, you can't, you know, you got to, you got to do healthy. And, and yeah, obviously, like, I got, I got, I got sodas in the house. I got, but I don't have like, like cereal, certain cereals, or Twinkies or candies or cupcakes or cookies. It's son, gone. My son has, my son has cereal. Dude. Like he'll have, I, I don't like. I'll give him cereal, like any kind of cereal he wants. I think it's a balance, man. It's a yeah, balance. I, I think too. don't stress on it. Don't stress on it. You know what I mean? Don't stress on it. it, it you got to have fun. Just like me, yeah. I tell myself, don't stress yourself. Like, Stop drinking, doing it. Just, just you know, in, in moderation. Yeah, yeah. Like, my kid, like, he knows already. Like, like he won't, like, that little cookie I just gave him, he didn't eat the whole thing. Like, he'll have shit in moderation. Like, he knows, like, his mom is really strict with candy with him, with sweets, She's like, drink water. She's like, you know, and he remembers that, dude. Because mm-hmm. I kind of, like, let him cheat a little bit as far as, like, like late night. All right, you know, here, have a drink of my shit, you know, like a juice or, like, some tea or something, you know. Or I'll give him, like, a cookie. 
like past like nine, you know. Mm-hmm. She'd get all pissed, but I like I'll kind of like, you know, hook them up with shit like that. Yeah. But mm. yeah, it. That, uh, one thing for me is I gotta raise my kid as healthy as I can, and hopefully I get to live long enough to. You know, see him grow up, dude, and and become a good young man, and you know all that good stuff. So. Yeah, we 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 want that. Everyone. That's everyone. I think people that are guys that are working and they have a family, that's their end goal is they want to see their grandkids and they want to live to a healthy age. I think the average age now is what, 85, 81? Fuck, I don't know. I feel like everyone's dying young. Now. But everyone's, yeah. There's, there's, well, they said in, in the Bible, it says that uh, towards the end of days, people are going to die from uh, disease and famine uh, and disease, you know. Cold, we got I 1918 did. was the, was the Spanish flu. Yeah. You know, 100 years later, we got COVID, which we, we're still dealing with now. Who who knows in the next 100 years? But I can tell you this, even though we've come fast forward, if you look at our history, we've come fast forward into a society where uh, we're, we are efficient in some ways, but we're also leaving people behind, such as the homeless, the drug addicts. The drugs coming in. I mean, even though we it, in the big picture we have grown, but we also we're leaving a lot of people behind. Oh, dude. As a, Eventually, as, dude. we're gonna be like that movie Asy- As- Asylum, the one with the uh, what's his name, dude? The the guy from Ben Affleck's best friend. Uh. I'm not sure, dude. Matt Damon? Yeah, Matt Damon. That movie where he's working for this company and then he gets stuck in the radiation and then they're like, you're going to die. But he had to fly into space. They have a machine up there that will cure you of uh, radiation, cancer, all these different things. Kilo. Hey, Kilo. Sorry, folks. Yeah, but no, I think society, I I think like what's going on in the world, dude, there's, there's so much. We could be doing way Come better, on. dude. Come on. You trying to tell doing... me Elon, but, uh, Elon Musk is going to spend, how much he spent? $46 million? Much, that guy trying to A billion? What's he trying to do, dude? Like... $46 billion he paid for fucking Twitter? I have a Twitter. I don't put I all don't. my stuff. It sucks. I'll tell you right now, Twitter sucks. They said Twitter is for the people that are like 40, 50. Instagrams for the, like the 20, 30s, and then you got I hope, the I hope TikToks for the, the teens, and then you got Snapchat for the fucking the horny I, 20 I year hope, olds. I hope Twitter like crashes and goes down if this guy loses all that money. I look dude. at it, it's 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 it's, it's whack. I, I don't have it, so I, I can't judge it in any way, but. I will. I, I don't sucks. know. This guy could have used all that money, dude. He could have. He could have really made a change. Yeah, dude. Like you, you want to buy you, that? You give me forty-six billion dollars. I'll tell you this. I'm gonna make a change. And buying Twitter was not a change. That's <laughs> dude. that's that's a fucking. Well, I understand he dated fucking uh, Amber uh, Amber Heard. That's crazy, dude. You hear what's going on yeah, with the Matt Damon? I, I, I've been. I, I, <laughs> I haven't paid too much attention exactly. to it. It's kind of, kind of kind of embarrassed for him. Hey, I'm would like, you let it? Ch- why would you let all that shit out? Hey, a That's chick like personal that hot. stuff. A chick that hot. Would you let her take a shit in your bed? Dude, I, I don't know why he put up with that shit. I would leave. Did be, you know what? Dude, I'm leaving. I'm sorry. I'm not with this image. She had to be stuff. a frisk in the bed. She had to be a freak, dude. She's probably <laughs> sucking on his gooch and everything. <laughs> 
Dude, there, there's no way. There, I wouldn't deal with that shit at all, dude. Especially if you're Johnny Depp. Dude. That just goes to show you that rich people have worse problems than us, dude. Well, money doesn't make the problems go away. But, dude, like you said, with with all that money that Musk spent on that, he could have made a change with all that money, dude. I mean, I mean, obviously he did it to get more money to make to for like as an investment. But he could have done something else, you know. Like, I don't know. We we need to figure out how to forty six billion stop this global there's three, warming. There's three hundred fifty million Americans in the United States. Forty six billion, three hundred fifty million. He could have gave every American in the United States a million dollars and tell them, hey, go and educate people. He could have been the next Antichrist, for all I know. <laughs> but he could have done it. He could have done it. He could have said, yeah. everyone's getting a million dollars. But no, yeah. But every, you can't spend it. You got to spend it on yourself, which means your personal uh, attributes. So you can't go out and buy things with it. You got to invest it in yourself. So. Fuck! If you want to go get the the what's that new chip he just he's inventing to put in your brain? I don't know. What's it for? He's got a new chip that he, that he just invented. I don't know, dude. There's a lot of conspiracy. Like, let's say no, it's real. It's let, a chip. Right, he's but let, let's say we're Neuralink. Wrong. It's let, called let's Neuralink. Say, let's say we're wrong about global warming. Let's say global warming is the they're lying to us. All right, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Then why then why the hell is the water drying up or? It's, we're overpopulated. Too many people. I think there's too many of us. There's too many, man. I don't think we've ever been. This is the most we ever had in human civilization. When we had the caveman or even back in the Roman days, there wasn't a lot of people. We're, we're, yeah. we're producing like cockroaches. And I think that we're, yeah, we do waste a shitload of water. We do. Should I'll sit down, take a dump, and California I'll have, I'll have has the shower best, on till I get in there. You got to think of the, like this. We're in a box, right? And it's getting hot in the middle. Okay? Like a, like a if you were to put your, your pan on the stove, right? It's going to get hot in the middle, and then it's going to expand and get hot in the pan. If you, look at, if you look at our planet, or the United States, for example, it's going to get hot in the middle and expand out, and everyone's moving towards the coast. That's why it's so cheap to live in the Midwest, dude. It's so bad now. You got tornadoes, fucking it's it's hailing or snowing. Dude, you got that hail tornado as that big was as it last pineapples. was it last night? Did you see that or the Saturday? It was like I don't know where it was that, but I was like Jesus, dude. That would so, that is so scary, dude. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's, I, that's some freaky stuff, dude. Yeah. You know? Seeing the the wind just or seeing a tornado like that or like you know wind going in a circle that's nuts. Well, we live we live almost what two and a half three hours away from Death Valley, which has been on record one of the hottest spots in the world. There's different spots you gotta understand. There's a stratosphere, hemisphere, uh, astrosphere. There's different layers, and as our pollution gets gets worse, it burns holes into the atmosphere. And so it certain heat and radiations get through these certain pockets. Think about of it like this, a wiffle ball. Or in our earth, it's a wiffle ball now. There's holes. That's why you got the Antarctica it's melting. Uh, uh, you got Antarctica and you got uh, the Arctica. And the difference is uh, it, the difference between the Arctica 
and the Antarctica is polar bears. The Arctic? Yeah, the Arctic. The, the, the Arctic and then Antarctica. The difference between those two is one has polar bears, the other one doesn't. Don't tell me which one is. I, I don't know. I just recently read this. But anyways, <laughs> there's pockets out there, and it's melting the ice. The the the, the ice out there that yeah, keeps the earth cool. What it keeps the earth cool is melting. Because we keep putting pollution in the air. We're burning holes in the atmosphere. I'm telling you, when I had my old round Tustin, there were certain areas in the neighborhood it was so fucking hot. At a certain time of day, I go, I ain't going over there. I go, that's fucking hot. As soon as I get in the car, it's like, like the sun's just on me only. Like the weather's just crazy here now, dude. It just doesn't rain at all no more. Just summer year all year long, kind of. It didn't it rain gets at cold. All it gets cold. You know, it'll get cold at night. But we need rain, dog. Everyone's yeah. drinking all the water. But what I don't get, dude, is okay. We get it. We get rain, but the rain we get, it's just going straight into the ocean, dude. Why aren't we funneling that somewhere well, else? Well, it's illegal to to harvest water, rainwater. You know that, right? No. It's illegal. Go put a, a barrel out in front of your house and collect the oh, water. Oh well, yeah, you'll I know have, that, the, dude. But I mean, for like the government to do it, for the government to do it, you know, they don't want us to be sufficient. They want us to rely on. Them. It's illegal to harvest water. Yeah, right? well, for rainwater. There's a community that does that a lot. You can't even grow your own <laughs> vegetables and shit. They'll come in and go, hey, yeah, you you can't do certain things in certain cities. Oh, dude, where, where I deliver, there's a lot of Cambodians in the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On Mini Street? Yeah. Oh, no, no, uh, 1001 Bishop? 1001 Grant? Yeah. And they have all that. It's like They're a playing type the tarot card. They play, outside, they play the tarot cards. Yeah, and then they have like a type of grass. And I asked the like, hey, do you guys eat that grass? It's like a, a tall, really tall grass. Probably like, dude, four feet tall. They smoke it. No, they eat it. They like chop up the bottom and it's like, I don't know. But they eat it. Yeah, That's why they're like harve- harvesting it like all right there in their little gardens and shit. Well, yeah, it's crazy there, dude. Yeah, they're all playing those cards right there. How are they? Are they, are they dang- pretty easy? Yeah, I, I used to do that, right? Is there's been there, there's been two murders on Mini Street this year. One on the big mini and one on little on the. Where'd you get in there? Mini. I walked in there one time. I seen a group of of kid guys huddled up, and they're not normal sized guys. They're tall. I've delivered to houses where the gangsters open up, dude. And they got girls in the back, dude. They're drinking, and these dudes are fucking younger than me, but they're like six foot two, six foot. They're big gangsters, dog. Yeah, they're big motherfuckers. A, like, oh, there's shit. a gang right there. They're all cool with me, dude. Every time I see them, they're like, hey, what's up, man? You need anything? But when you come, when you come across a real fucking, real mafioso, you know, uh, what would they call it? The, the Mexican mafia. These dudes are big motherfuckers. They're not little scratch. Scr- there might be a few, but they're big dudes. Six two, it, six yeah, three. I, I, that's what dude, it, it's so dangerous now, dude. Like, th- there's a kid that he just got he got killed on Mini Street. I think it was last week, dude. After his baseball game at Century, because on Friday there was news all over Century High School, and I was like, what? And then I went down to go deliver off Mini Street, and there was like a little click right there, and there was a bunch of candles, and everyone was there was like a bunch of dudes right there smoking, getting high, and and drinking. And I was like, dude, that's probably where. That kid died, and then I saw it on the news later. The guy was a, it was a high school kid that got shot right after his game. And they must have, he probably was chilling in the car, you know, maybe they were probably smoking or something. Some dude rolled up on him and shot him, dude. That's sad, dude. 
you know, or who knows, they were probably just chilling in the car, maybe listening to music or something. That's you crazy, know. man. If I was sitting in a car at that age, I'd probably have been smoking weed, you know. But it's sad, bro. It's sad the way that, the way, yeah. So. Life is so precious that it sucks, dude. But hey, no one lives forever, dude. It just sucks when you get it taken away from you, you know. Like that, like if you get murdered or something. It's really offensive. I remember one time I was eating there off of Standard. If you're going south past Edinger, and there's a, a used to be one of my friends, his wife's parents owned it. We were eating there. And we uh, were eating, the back door was open, and this dude was chasing another dude with a shotgun in his hand. So I always know that place right there on Mini Street. And even my parents know about it. Yeah, dude. It's known, dude. It's a, <laughs> it's a dangerous... Anyways, man, we're going to cut it short. It's an hour 20 in. You know, we're going we're gonna to get we're gonna get out of here, man. It's, uh, it's been a great conversation. We, we could talk all day about what, what's going on in this world and everything. It's always an honor to get you back on the show, man. And yeah, for sure. I want Thanks, you to come dude. on more often, you know, whenever you get a chance, just... Pop on in, man. But let's get out. And we'll, of and we'll have. We'll, we, need get, we need to do one of these where we actually have like a something where we're gonna talk about, you know. Well, we can talk about anything. I mean, it's 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 a podcast. It's open format. I'm not no expert. You yeah. know, Some people, I gotta get. I gotta prepare. It's like it's just up top top of the head. Whatever you want to yeah, talk about, cool we can we go go back and forth and just it, it's a conversation. It's a conversation we have at the bar. It's a conversation we. We have on the phone, yeah, and that's what I try to pull on this podcast. It's the same thing, you know. It's definitely the same thing. I just take what I do on the phone or in person and bring it here. Ah, dude. So what's up, man? You got anything to say before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, I just want to send everyone a prayer. You know, hopefully that everyone, all your listeners, are doing well and their families are safe. And you know, everyone, reach out to your loved ones. Tell them you love them. You know, this life, this life could be a little flimsy, a little fragile, and we never, you know, we don't realize it until certain situations are, are presented, you know, and so I just like to send everyone a prayer and take care of your families and love on your families. All right, man. Once again, my brother, thank you for coming on the show. Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in to the Rainer Saint podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. All right. Peace.